Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Cara, acne can be tough. Whether your kid is just starting to get breakouts or has been struggling with them for years, there's a great product that can help. Phyla is the ultimate game changer. It tackles acne right at its root cause, rebalancing the skin's bacteria and packing it with probiotic phages. Phyla harnesses the superpowers of probiotics, tiny warriors targeting and wiping out the acne-causing bacteria. In studies, Phyla slashed acne-causing bacteria by a whopping 90%. Phyla doesn't just fix acne you can see. It stops new breakouts in their tracks. It has no harsh chemicals and won't irritate or dry most skin. Phyla's three-step system is like a dermatologist-approved magic potion. Cleanse, apply serum, and moisturize twice a day. As a special treat for our listeners, you can grab 25% off your first order of Phyla. Head over to phylabiotics.com, enter code PUBERTY at checkout, and kickstart your family's journey to acne-free skin. Check out the link in our show notes for quick access. Hi, I'm Cara Natterson. And I'm Vanessa Cole bennett Each week, we dive into the what and how of raising kids through puberty, that roller coaster of physical and emotional shifts for kids and parents alike. Combining reliable science and relatable parenting strategies, we will all learn about, laugh about, and yes, maybe even cry about adolescents, ours and theirs. Vanessa. Hi, Cara. We got a great listener question. Can I start with the first line that says, I love your podcast with five exclamation points? Yes, you can always start with a question that starts with that comment. It goes on and on. I'll truncate that part. But <laughs> here's where the question begins. The listener says, so here's the thing. I have tried several times to start a conversation about sex with my just turned 11-year-old. I've tried when we're alone, hanging out, or when she laughs at something semi-sexual on TV. And then in parentheses, it says modern family speed. So that gives us a sense of what the sort of semi-sexuality is, right? And it goes on. She has no interest at all. So I've told her more than once that she can come to me whenever she wants or needs or feels like it. But then she'll say, Mom, I think I'm too young, which is fine. But the question is, do I keep asking every now and then? I don't want to pester and I want to make this information not too big or serious an issue. But what if she never asks or worse? What if she gets it from another source? Oh. Right. So, so what I love about this question is it goes to the heart of 
something that we talk around all the time, Vanessa. We always say conversation, conversation, conversation. It's so important. And this question goes to how do I get in? And very specifically, how do I get in when my kid is really saying, keep out? Yeah. I mean, we get this question in a variety of forms from people all the time. We get it in workshops. We get it over DMs. We get it when we go out and speak. It is a really, really, really common question. And so to this listener and to anyone else who's dealing with this, you are not alone. It is so, 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 so common. And when we talk about communication and the importance of communication, people who listen to this podcast regularly will have heard a variety of experts say that what matters most for kids' well-being is that one person shows up for them and listens or supports them or loves them or whatever form of showing up means for that kid and that temperament and that scenario. So to reassure this listener and anyone else who's grappling with this, and if you listen no further in this episode, just remember that trying to have conversations making yourself available, being a loving, caring, supportive resource, letting your kid know that you are there if they decide they want to, or when they decide they have questions or want to talk about things. So in some ways, that's actually like 90% of the work done is just being there and being available and being non-judgmental, non-scary, non-whatever negative word you want to put in there. But let's talk about the last 10%, which is purely tactical. How does one overcome the hurdle or the series of hurdles that are being put in their way in terms of actually starting the conversation? And so let's get granular. Right. So sometimes people start the conversation and a kid reacts strongly in response to that, whether it's hand over ears and a no, 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 blocking out the sound, whether it's leaving the room, whether it is getting aggressive. That's never happened. (laughs) No one ever walks out of the room when I'm talking to them. No one ever starts looking at their phone while I'm talking to them. And yes, I include my husband in that category. Um, So (laughs) yeah, sometimes they're super aggressive. Like, oh, I don't want to talk about this. Why are you talking to me about this? this? is so dumb or this is so awkward. Or in this case, I'm too young. Don't talk to me about it. Sometimes it's a tantrum. Sometimes it's silence. Sometimes it's body language that shuts down this conversation. And when you're already talking about a subject that feels complicated and hard and awkward to talk about, if the recipient, if the other partner in that conversation is not an excited, willing participant, it's really hard to want to keep having that conversation. They're not giving consent to the conversation. <laughs> you know, I mean, that's like, literally, this is the frame through which they're learning. So let's take this example of a kid who is laughing at something semi-sexual. And when it's contextualized as modern family-like, that means it's really sort of very JV sexual, right? It's very sort of sexual innuendo light, but we're not talking about watching a a sex scene. You you often talk about your experience watching Bridgerton with your daughter. That's a totally different kind of conversation. Fabulous one, but it's a different kind of conversation. So this is like sort of making a sexual innuendo joke, right? And a kid laughs and you see you're in and you think now is a great time for me to have the conversation with my kid. And the kid turns to you and says, yeah, I'm too young, which is a really powerful way to shut down the conversation, by the way. And you could say, 
if you feel too young to have the conversation, then you might be too young to watch this show because this content's going to come up all the time. And so I love watching this show with you. I think there's actually a lot of great stuff for us to talk about. But if we're going to watch it together, then you have then to Then I'm going to gonna ruin it for you. <laughs> <laughs> then I'm going to tell you, you can only watch it if we talk about it. And then you're going to go secretly watch it without me so that you don't have to talk about it. No, but seriously, you can say, it doesn't have to prompt a whole conversation about sex. It can yeah. just be like, hey, I noticed that scene made you giggle a little bit. Or in the case of my household, made you put the covers over your head or bury your face in a pillow. It's a little bit awkward when there are sex scenes on TV, right? Just a noticing. It doesn't have to be an instructive moment. It can just be a moment of noticing. If you listen to enough of our episodes, you'll hear us preach the importance of air particularly down there. Airing out body parts reduces sweatiness, stinkiness, and skin irritation. And it feels amazing to air it all out after a long day in tight, sweaty clothes. Which is why we created the Oom Short. Super soft, lightweight, with wide legs and a low crotch. All help air flow. Designed for all genders in all sizes, literally down to kids extra small and up to men's extra large. Everyone who wears them tells us they've never been so comfy. Get your shorts at myoomla.com. Cara, lately I have been lying awake at night. I'm physically exhausted, but I can't sleep because my mind is so wired with everything going on between work and my family. So I've added magnesium breakthrough to my nightly routine and it actually helps calm my mind. It helps me get better sleep and I wake up feeling better rested. I'm less cranky and I'm more patient with my family and with you. Oh, I've noticed. And it's because unlike other magnesium supplements that might give one or two formulations of magnesium, magnesium breakthrough has seven. That's why you're sleeping so well and waking up refreshed. Now, dietary supplementation is always best, Vanessa. So that means eating your minerals and vitamins is the best way to get them in. But if you can't or you don't get enough, magnesium breakthrough is the way to go. It can also help digestion, though too much helps your digestion too much, which is not a good thing. It can support muscle recovery. So bye-bye, Charlie Horses. And it helps build dense bones, which is especially important for women approaching and in menopause. We have an exclusive offer for our listeners. You can go to buyoptimizers.com slash puberty, B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S.com slash puberty. And you can use the code PUBERTY10 during checkout to save 10%. That promo code is PUBERTY10 at buyoptimizers.com slash puberty. Your body and brain and family and business partner will thank you. Vanessa, we literally have three minutes to eat lunch every day. I am not joking. And the challenge is how to make it delicious and healthy and still fit into that tiny window. Our answer is Factors ready-to-eat meals. They have been a godsend. We throw our Factor meals in the microwave. It takes two minutes and out comes a gorgeous, fresh, never-frozen meal. We both love the tamale vegetarian one. It's delish. 
There's a ton of options every week. There's 60 add-ons, breakfast, snacks, beverages. I love doing the wellness shots with my kids. They think it's hilarious. And I know they're getting vitamins and minerals in their bodies. So get meals on your table or at your desk in two minutes or less. Factor meals eliminate the hassle of prepping, cooking, and cleaning. You can customize with flexibility to get as much or as little as you need, and you can press, pause, or reschedule depending upon your lifestyle. So to order, go to factormeals.com slash puberty50 and use the code puberty50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box. That code is puberty50 at factormeals.com slash puberty50 to get 50% off your first box, 20% off your next box. And I am going to go do that right now because I need more factor meals in my refrigerator. Cara, my kids love Magic Spoon cereal. And even though it's cereal, they actually love it as a homework snack. The variety pack has four flavors, cocoa, fruity, frosted, and peanut butter. And fruity is the favorite flavor in my house. Now, this pack has zero grams of sugar, between 13 and 14 grams of protein, and between four and five grams of net carbs per serving. It's made with wholesome ingredients, no artificial flavors or dyes, and it's high in protein, gluten-free, grain-free, and soy-free. So a great choice, Vanessa. You can go to magicspoon.com slash puberty to grab a variety pack and try it today. And be sure to use our, you guessed it, promo code puberty at checkout to save $5 off your order. And Magic Spoon is so confident you're going to love their product. It's backed with a 100% happiness guarantee. So if you don't like it for any reason, they will refund your money. No questions asked. They do not want you to send their cereal back to them. Try a bowl of Magic Spoon cereal today at magicspoon.com slash puberty and use the code puberty to save $5. It strikes me as we're having this conversation that one easy way through is for the adult in the room to say, whether it's in the moment or separately, I'm not trying to ruin this show for you, but but I'm about to. But I'm about to. I don't mean, <laughs> <laughs> what is that like story of my life? Um, so, it, you know, it's, I don't want to ruin this show for you. And I actually think it's better done separate. I don't want to ruin, ruin the show for you, but you were laughing at blah, blah, blah joke. I actually do want to have the conversation about the content of that joke at some point. You want to have it now or you want to have it later. And just if they want to kick the can down the road a little bit that way, they have some control in the conversation. They can say later then just bring it up later, circle back in a couple of days or a week and go, remember, you told me later. Okay, now is later. I want to make sure you know what blah means or I want to make sure you understand why the joke was funny, not funny, right? So that's the context. And even though we always say grab the teachable moments, sometimes grabbing the teachable moment really torpedoes the moment. You have to be Yeah, careful. I mean, it doesn't mean having the conversation in the moment. It may mean holding on to that moment for a better time to have the conversation. I mean, for those of you who heard the episode where I told the story of taking my then 11-year-old to a comedy show in LA in which the opening act spent the entire act talking about blowjobs, and I realized, oh, I should probably <laughs> find out if my kid knows what a blowjob is. I didn't turn to him in the seats in the theater. I did ask him, are you okay with this? And he was like, yeah. 100%. (laughs) (laughs) This is the best night of my life. But then when we got back to our hotel, I did say, 
I'm not sure if you know what this means. And then we have the conversation. So I think sometimes punting or finding the right time is great. I think sometimes you don't have to have a whole big conversation about something. You can just make sure they understand the meaning of a term or the setting or the circumstance. And then there are things that you know kids are watching, but they really don't want to watch with you. So like, for instance, my older boys did not want to watch Big Mouth with me. They wanted to watch it and they had my permission to watch it, but they did not. It was too awkward for them to watch it with me. And so we kind of struck a deal, which was you can watch it, but I'm definitely going to check in with you about things that come up on that show because there is a lot of content and a lot of ground to cover. And I don't want you feeling confused or concerned about stuff that maybe you don't understand. So just be prepared. We're going to talk about it. And then if you go beyond this example, there are lots and lots of instances where a conversation feels important in the moment and a kid shuts it down and you are really forced to come back another time. There is not an opportunity in the moment to have that conversation right then and there. And when you come back, they shut it down again. And then when you come back again, they shut it down again. Right. And we get that question a lot too. How, if they really don't want to go there, how do I go there? And that requires taking a different tact. Right. Right. So there's the one way in is the way you're describing, which is make a deal ahead of time and take a single tact and go in and stick with it. But the other way is when that's not working, you might need to use a different tact. A different tact might sound like this. It might sound like, I keep asking you about blah, 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 because I'm a little worried or because I'm thinking about this. You know, you sort of explain your rationale. So I'm going to keep asking you because it's my job to keep you safe and healthy. And until I feel like this piece of this corner of your life's okay, I'm just going to keep on going there. And it really, for kids who don't have the words to articulate how they feel, and by the way, that can happen all the way through high school. They, yeah. It's hard sometimes to articulate something that's not exactly sad or not exactly aggravating or not exactly annoying, their favorite word, but you know, is sort of subtle and lives in the in-between land. It can be hard for them to articulate, or as we all know, they can be concerned that if they articulate what's going on in their head, that that then dictates a whole series of other parenting decisions. Well, then you can't be with that person or you can't go to that thing, right? So they have a whole host of reasons that would follow their because. But sometimes when, no matter how you're trying to get in, you can't, articulating your why becomes the way in. Yeah, and sometimes it's not asking them about things. Sometimes we just have to tell them certain things, right? So if you have a kid and they are at certain milestones of life, those sort of like amorphous milestones of grade school or middle school or high school, where you know they're going to be heading to a sleepover or a party or to camp or whatever. And you're like, I have not talked to this kid about X, Y, or Z. I got to do it. And they've shut me down five times. But at this point, I don't really have a choice. And then that just sounds like, hey, I'm going to take five minutes and I'm going to tell you about periods because you are going to summer camp this summer and it might happen to you or it might happen to some of your friends. And I need to explain to you what's happening to your body and how to deal with it. And that's it. Like, And then you just go and you give them information. Are there any questions? And likely that kid is going to be like, nope. nope. 
And that's okay. it. So let's now speak to the adults who have the luxury of having another adult in their house, because mm. there are some adults who are doing this on their own and it all falls on them. And to those adults, I personally toast you and hail you all the time, starting from the minute I stepped foot into practice. Certainly when I had my first child, I became acutely aware of what a heavy lift that is. And in the case of conversations like this, when you're the only adult, it all falls on you and you deserve a little bit of acknowledgement here, like well done, okay, to you. To those adults who have the luxury of having a second adult in the house, talk amongst yourselves, not in front of the kids, but amongst yourselves about who is best situated to do certain conversations and then tag team. It shouldn't all fall to one person. What you should be doing, what works the best is to identify different people's strengths and to let one go in initially. And then if that's not working and the do-over is not working, for the one who's not getting through to let the other one try it their way. That, you know, first of all, what that does is that messages to the kid that there are multiple adults living in the house and all of these adults care about the same thing. So that sort of elevates the issue, not in a scary, catastrophizing way, but just to like, oh, it's important they're both talking to me about it, right? The other is a recognition that sometimes the way I do it or you do it, Vanessa, will not get through. It just doesn't work. It just falls flat. And it's funny, we have really close friends who I love and adore and I really respect their parenting style. But just last night, I was having a conversation with them and one is super permissive and one is not. And they have kids in high school and the conversation came up last night where one said to the other, I need your support. Yeah, it's I so hard. I need you to have my back. And so for people who live in homes with two adults, do get on the same page, do have each other's backs. Because when it comes to getting into these conversations, a kid is really good at splitting and sort of siloing the different adult constituencies. I have to tell you a funny story. So one of my kids came home this week and was like, really not himself. And my husband and I looked at each other, we're like, oh. And then of course, the litany of questions spewed out of our mouths. Did something happen in school? Did something happen at sports? Is is everything okay? Is there a teacher? Should, you know, like we ran through the litany that all of us do when we have a kid who comes home who doesn't seem great. And so we divided and conquered and, you know, to sort of tag team checking in with the kid. And, you know, my husband said one thing, you know, can I help? And is there anything going on? And then I said, you know, I'm always here and you can always talk to me no matter what, you know, all of the shit we talked about on the podcast for almost two years was like script by script by script. Great. Fail, fail, fail. It turned out the kid had a really bad stomach ache and didn't want to go to school the next day. That was where we got to. It was actually like physical pain. And I was tucking him in that night and I said, you know, if there's anything else, like I'm still here, you can tell me. He goes, mom, after you and dad asked me 25 different ways if everything was okay and told me 40 times that you were always available to talk, don't you think I would have told you at this point if something else was wrong? He's like, I'm fine. My stomach just hurts. And I was like, 
Okay. But again, it's like, yes, it was hilarious. And yes, I'm skewered by my children on a daily basis for all of the ways in which I try to be a good parent and fail. But it also told me that he knew he heard you that we were there and we were thinking about him and we were available. And so maybe not this time, right? So for all the parents who are trying all the various wonderful ways to let a kid know that they are here, that they are giving them important information, that they love them and care for them and want to guide them. And the kid is still shutting them down. The kid can still hear the love and support in those efforts, even if they are not engaging in those efforts. And you know, it's really fair of you to circle back and to say at some point, thank you for telling me that, for saying that. You know what will help in the future is if you can get there a little faster and say, <laughs> instead of just, I'm fine, I'm fine. No, no, nothing's wrong, nothing's wrong. Say, I actually have a stomach ache. This is where it hurts. I think you're going to ask me if I have problems with X, Y, and Z. I just want you to know I'm okay. That takes a certain amount of maturity and muscle memory for the kids to be able to do that. But if they learn that they can help communicate with you and save themselves an hour of conversation and an hour of their life, they're never going to get back. It's a helpful tool. So when yeah. a stomach is feeling better, might be and a good older thing. kids can do that. I mean, older kids yeah. can say, "I know what you're going to ask. Let me let me get through all of those questions now." And it's not anything. I'm just tired, and it's been a long week, and I just yep. want to get to spring break. So, like <laughs> again, if you not hound them or berate them or deluge them with a million questions, but ask those questions over time, your kids will then internalize that these are the kinds of self-reflection they need to do in order to check in with themselves, in order to start to articulate and clarify within their own minds, what am I feeling right now? Why am I reacting? Why do I want my parent to back off? Why am I putting my head under the blanket? Why am I shutting this Do I get this person to be quiet and stop asking me questions? (laughs) Move out of the house. That's how you get them to be To our listener, the kid who said I'm too young was trying a really great strategy. That was a very creative strategy to get up. Clever kid. Yes. But this is one that it's not a competition, but it's not one that they can win. You know, avoiding these conversations for some kids is a really fun game that they must lose in the end. Yeah, that gives them power. I want to add one other comment that Mary Pat talked about when she came on the podcast. And for people who didn't grow up in homes where things were talked about, and who are trying to do things differently, right? They're trying to talk about all the things that no one ever talked to them about. There is a kind of overcorrection that can happen where they are so excited and so proud to be doing things differently that they overdo it and they back up the dump truck and they dump everything onto their kid at once or they give them too much information or too sophisticated of an information. So If you are getting signs from a kid that it's too much or it's confusing or it's complex or it's beyond them, just back it up a little bit and say, okay, I'm going to give them one piece of information or two pieces of information. And I'm going to keep it really simple and let them know they can always ask me questions instead of sort of diving in fully clothed, you know, just 
take the shoes off, take the socks off, dip your toe in the water. And that might get a better reaction from some kids. So I hope that's helpful to our listener and to all of you. We love your questions. You can send them by DM or email at the puberty podcast. No. No, I don't know if some people saw that we changed our name on Instagram. We are at spilling the puberty. Yes, yes, I thought of that name. (laughs) On Instagram and on TikTok. Or you can email us thepubertypodcast at gmail.com. For those of you who wrote into the Umla website to submit your questions, you might notice it took us a little bit of time to respond. Apologies. But if you have a puberty podcast related question, always best to submit to thepubertypodcast at gmail.com. And Cara, we didn't even tell people that our order of magnitude website is live. Our order of magnitude website is live. <laughs> We're going to put a link in the yeah. show notes of our own website. We are. So obviously we have a product website, which is myumla.com, but the order of magnitude website helps people find all of the content related resources that we offer. So check it out. It's orderofmagnitude.co. C-O. Yes. No M on the end because someday, someday when we, we make enough afford, money, <laughs> we couldn't afford to buy .com. So if someone wants to start a Kickstarter for us yeah. to raise the money to buy .com, there we go. Maybe next year we'll be able to buy it. And we hear you. New sock ad is coming very soon. Umla socks don't stink, and they come in awesome colors. And my family fights over who gets the socks and they're stealing them from each other. So they're so cute. To learn more. They're so cute. And to learn more about them, go to myumla.com. Okay. Any other product placement, Cara? No, I think we're pretty good. I'm wearing my umbra right now. So I'm <laughs> feeling good. Thanks, Cara. Bye, Vanessa. Bye. Thanks so much for listening. You can follow us anywhere you get your podcasts. Or check out our Instagram at The Puberty Podcast. If you have questions or stories to share, email us at thepubertypodcast at gmail.com. And for more puberty info, check out myumla.com or dynamogirl.com. Bye. Small details are big surfaces, tight corners are odd shapes, flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rustolium. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. HelloFresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.